Okay. So, okay. So one, one hard question I'll say. So in terms of like um, how, how the, the definition of masculinity has kind of like changed over like recent years, right? So um, there has been like several movements to kind of like um, remove gender from the equation as a whole to really just get to this point of like non-gender, com- uh, what is it, non-gender conforming and uh, more like, you know, gender neutral kind of beliefs and everything. So like um, in, in terms of like Little Nas X, um, Young Thug, Kid Cudi, recent artists like that, what are either of your perspectives on what they consider masculine and what they're trying to showcase to the world and if it conflicts with traditional masculinity? And for those who are listening that aren't familiar with it, where it's like um, the wearing of dresses, the wearing of heels, uh, you know, doing things that were traditionally considered the opposite gender or, you know, more in line with femininity. They're now trying to take it over to a stance that says they can both be masculine and feminine. You got it, AJ? Yeah, I got you. Um, I I would say as artists, they're allowed to express themselves however they want to. Let's just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and this is the thing, right? There are some things that need to be gender neutral. And when I say gender neutral, I mean very specific things that are specific to both genders. Um, you know, i.e. cooking, cleaning, certain things of that nature that we have. And th- thankfully, we were moving past that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that when it comes to clothing, that's always a big thing, right? Like, here's the thing. Do I think putting on a dress makes somebody less masculine. I don't know them internally, so I can't speak on that. I think societal-wise, how we view masculinity, yes. But, you know, I think that's, again, that's a personal decision that as an artist or somebody that you decide to make. And, you know, you know the ramifications from society. Because even though I am not going to judge you for doing that, we live in a society that will judge you for doing that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Wish it wasn't like that. Wish everybody could do what they want to do, but it don't work like that. You know, and my biggest thing is this is just um, for people who want to push those gender norms, be cognizant. You know, um, when we talk about Lil Nas X in particular, um, you know, as an artist, he he you know, that's what he does. He pushes the boundaries and he's he has his rights to express himself, you know, and clearly he doesn't care because he he'll troll anybody that comes for him and his sexuality. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I'm gay. I know I'm gay, you know. Um, so I think it's just, it's dependent on the individual society is going to judge you either way. So it's contingent on what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. But even internally, them pushing that norm, pushing that kind of narrative that allows that aligns with more of the traditional aspect of masculinity, even, even though socially, like what they're, what's being shown in the physical aligns with more femininity, but the fact that they're exuberating confidence and, um, you know, willing to push that boundary towards growth. Mm -hmm. That technically is masculine, is well, it not? Well, well, my thing is being pushy is not being masculine. In, mm-hmm. in my opinion, like like Lil Nas, there's nothing masculine about the dude that I've seen. And I mean, like in terms of what I think masculine is, I'm not judging whether he's a good person or a bad person. I'm just saying nothing that he's done, in my opinion, exudes masculinity. But um, I will say, because you do some things that are feminine doesn't mean you're not a masculine person as well because you could go look at somebody like uh, Russell Westbrook like three days ago I seen a picture of a dude doing like a fashion walk in a dress both you know what I mean very feminine act does that mean he's not masculine as well because I seen a dude on a basketball court mm-hmm. not saying yeah you know I mean so it's not like a total like 
oh, you did one thing, so you're a feminine dude. You did a feminine action to me. That, you know, and I think that's like something that we have to like separate from. I could say something is feminine and not call you a feminine person because I don't know. I just know that that act was feminine. I just made a, you know, a judgment on if I thought that act was feminine or masculine. That's all. Okay. Okay. I, I could agree with that then. So, so what are you about? Go ahead, go ahead, Aaron. And, and, and it's like, it's difficult, right? Because I feel like we have a, being raised in a society, we have a, like, binary, simplistic view of what masculinity is, right? What men do and what women do. Um, I do think it varies based on the individual. Um, you know, just to, you know, throw my own, you know, personal stuff out there. It, it's, it, it's one of those things that, like, there's some things that even I do that some people consider feminine. For one, I'm really into my skincare. You know what I'm saying? You look at my bathroom, I've probably got, like, 12 products right now. <laughs> there have been men that have told me, like, dog, like, you know what I'm saying? And in in my head, I'm thinking, okay, I don't see how taking care of your body and skin would be seen as feminine. But that's their view of masculinity. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's my biggest issue. I think we need to move past these binary, simplistic ideals. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, same thing going out. Let's say you go out to dinner, right? And to this day, if you, as a man, if you order a fruity cocktail and you're around other guys, they're going to look at you in some kind of way. Yeah. And to me, again, that's still a sure. You said what? You're getting roasted for sure. But exactly. I because <laughs> they taste way better. Like um one of my boys I remember I was talking to, um, he he would exclusively order Cosmos because they're stronger and they're cheaper. And he 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 looked past that aspect, he looked past the societal aspect and say like it's a feminine drink. And he was like, it's stronger and it's less expensive. Go ahead, give me one. Like, you, like you're still drinking alcohol, but yeah. even then, you with know, with the glass and everything, yeah, with the little. <laughs> see, see, but my thing is that that goes all the way back to what I was saying. If you're principled, what the heck is masculinity? Like that society says stuff, but it got nothing to do, in my opinion, with masculinity whatsoever. So. Like I'm constantly. That's why I'm saying my experience and my principles are constantly, constantly like I'm pushing that against each other because I could be in that situation. I'm like, well, my order would drink. I want to. I really could care less because I don't know what I'm ordering. Yeah, like right. you know. Now I don't personally drink that stuff, but I really don't drink. If I do, a lot of times it's Hennessy. If I do drink, Henny is sweet tea. You gotta try it. Fire. But let them know. Let them know. Gotta try it. Man, I mean, not, not that I'm advocating for drinking because I really don't drink like that. But, yeah, we ain't got no sponsors, so you can't be dropping names like that. No, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, my father, Brown and Hennessy. I mean, no, no, I'm kidding. Brown, I'm kidding. Sweet tea, yeah, man. I had to drop it one more on accident. But uh, it's just, it's, it is what it is. Like, you got to know what, what you believe. And if you don't know what you believe, which most people don't, ask mm -hmm. them to define, like, hate asking to define masculinity like it's hard to define and if you've never looked at it you just go for what you know people say almost like program you know like it's me disagreeing with somebody else's view of masculinity hate mm -hmm. nah but i guarantee you a lot of people on social media will be like oh yeah because you think that's feminine you hate you hate them 
do you really know what hate means, bro? I don't hate them. I just think that's feminine. Yeah. But it's his choice. And it, and it doesn't mean that you can't coexist with somebody that is less masculine than you or, you know, displays higher amounts of femininity. You know, I think that's another thing that we've got to move past, you know, this idea that, um, you know, because I'm masculine, I can't hang out with a dude that's less masculine than me. That That's neither here nor there. You know what I'm saying? I think that's just that's just how he chooses to live his life. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like when you brought up Kid Cudi, you know, wearing a dress. I'm personally not wearing no dress, but I still think Kid Cudi is a dope rapper and a dope artist. You feel me? Right. Well, one thing I'll bring up then too. So in that regard, in terms of like the, the hierarchy and tiers of like masculinity, like what are both your thoughts on, you know, alpha males and beta males? Cause like, um, that's something that in, in terms of masculinity, that's something that is kind of, you know, being reinforced within the male community by certain individuals. And I'll say like a decent amount, like I know some, um, what is it like very red pill people. Like I, I've met them before and it's like, you know, this is, you know, I want to be that alpha. I don't want to be that beta. And there's like a clear distinction between the two in their eyes. Ooh, we got silence. Ooh. I mean, I'm going to keep it real, bro. That, the, the description, I, I forgot the question. Listening to the description. <laughs> okay. Can you say that one more time? So what are your thoughts on the whole personality of, alpha and betas in terms of masculine hierarchies? And is that something that you subscribe to or believe in? Well, um, testosterone and, and, and masculinity got clear correlations, you know, but the way people act when they're high on testosterone a lot of times are out of control and it's not masculine to not have control over yourself. You know what I mean? Like, like that's not a masculine thing to do. And a lot of people that are high up on their um, alpha testosterone crap, you know, they're like, I, I look at them a lot of times. I'm like, everybody looking at this as masculine, but to me, like, I'm just, I don't, I don't know what that is. That should be like reclassified as like something else. That is toxic, but that's not masculinity, my boy. And I mean, the way you're acting is you're out of pocket because. Masculinity got a lot more to do with love and caring than, in my principle and my experience than, than people say. So if you aren't operating out of love or care or protection, mm-hmm. then it's not masculine, my boy. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I see. I, by your definition, I agree with that 100%. Because I will say traditionally, and this is just my interpretation of it, I feel like it's always been about dominance and submissiveness. That's the way I would always kind of like, you know, kind of interpret that where it's like, who's, who's trying to be that number one, who's going to be the one that's calling all the shots versus who's going to listen and implement what they're told. Cause like, and this even correlates with like um, relationships between like uh, men and women as well, where it's like, um, cause like, I know that there were some terms I want to cover with y'all, like the, um, the idea of what a fuck boy is, right? Like for example, the, the internet describes it as a man who doesn't respect women, who's simultaneously dependent on women, but also engages in selfish behavior without, you know, acknowledging when they hurt women or not. But it's more so about that aspect of um, being that dominant figure and having someone to rule over. That's what I'm more familiar with with masculine. But I absolutely agree with your definition, 100. percent Like I think is it should a be another. Masculine from from that definition is a fuckboy masculine. Some people would say, yeah. 
that you ain't like that was no, nothing that you said about that dude was matching. Mm-hmm. My opinion. And you, you're about to you about to say something. Yeah, and I said, I said, I said be, be, I, I'm gonna have your, I'm gonna have your comments on fire, bro, because they, they, they not gonna like my response to this when it comes to what we know as alpha and beta males, right? Because um, it's already been proven that when it comes to us as people, you know, what I'm saying humans, whatever you want to call us, um, they're man-made terms, and we ascribe those to what we think alpha and beta is, right? Like I think the best example is a wolf pack. They always say you have an alpha wolf, whereas science has already disproven that you have a wolf that is you know, stronger and leads the pack, but he doesn't always lead the pack. And he is dependent on the other wolves to make sure everything's stand, like goes smoothly. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And furthermore, the, the other male wolves who aren't the leader of that pack, they still mate with other wolves. They still do things that wolves do. It's not like a, that type of hierarchy, but we try to take that and apply it to us as people. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest problem. You know, saying that an alpha male is this. One, it's a man-made term and it don't exist. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, it's people, and he go to the comments going, it's people wanting to prescribe something more important and give themselves a title. Oh, I'm an alpha male. Because the moment I ask them, what does that mean? They can't describe it. They're giving me normal, oh, alpha male is a leader. Well, any man can be a leader. An alpha male takes care of his family. Most men do take care of their family. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a label that you want to put to, to up masculinity when you already are masculine, dog. You already have those qualities. So why do you have to add alpha on top of it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So how do you think we would move away from that, that approach of adding that hierarchy? Um, understanding, actually understanding what masculinity is and, and, <laughs> and living, living your life as such. You know what I'm saying? I think it, it, it's the pushback I see is a lot of those men, they feel like society is trying to emasculate them. So they feel like they have to exude this extra masculinity and add alpha. I'm an alpha male. I'm this, I'm that. You know what I'm saying? Um, instead of just living in a purpose, you know, and, and uh, you know, David brought up the Bible. If you're a Christian man and that's how you live your life, the Bible clearly defines what a man is. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to add anything extra onto that to be a man based on the Bible, Bible system. If that's what you believe in. Okay. Can't you also say that like the Bible is a uh, man-made principles as well though? It is. No, it is. Definitely. I think it, it, it can be depending on, you know what I'm saying, what your religion is and what you believe in. Um, I think your life is defined by what you believe in. But I, I do think that um, getting back to basics in terms of, um, you know, you don't have to exude this extra masculinity to move forward in life, to be the person that you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's ultimately where we need to go as a society. I think that's the biggest issue. And again, leave, move past these linear definitions. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, I will. I will say one thing though. Um, a, a, a lot. A lot of the issue is we have idealism, and we have human nature, and we have what's just honest, like what's real. There's some aspects of human nature that we will not move past because that's just how we are as humans and that's how some people are gonna be. So it's some things we can learn, but it's all you can't unlearn competition. You can't unlearn wanting to be the best at something. Because those are inherent traits that make humans great. It's Agreed. how can you, you know, implement wanting to be the best to, as he said, your purpose. Yeah, I mean, and do you know your purpose? 
you know, so you might have a leader that's the best at protecting the pack. Okay. You know, but since he's the best at protecting the pack and nobody can beat him, like, what comes along with that? You know what I mean? There's certain things that are going to come along with that because he's not going to like to be challenged. What makes the best leader is someone that can be challenged and can and that can love and deal with the people that, that he's, you know, that, that he's protecting or whatnot. Almost like, um, look at the Bible. It clearly tells a man how to treat his wife. Clearly states how to treat his wife. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know the Bible, the, the main word you're ever going to hear is a wife should submit to her man. That's the main thing anyone will ever say. But they'll never talk about how the Bible tells you to love your wife and how to treat your wife. When people say submit, the main people that you hear say submit, they treat their wives in ways that they're not supposed to treat their wives. Yeah, I mean, so you shouldn't even have to like refer to submit if you're treating your wife correctly. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a term that almost like at the end of the day, like you are the leader of the household and because your wife is precious to you, you're taking all of the pain on your back. So because you are leading that household, if um, you have a scandal, you might eat that scandal, you might take that on your back and keep that nipped under the bud for your wife. Like you're the shield of your family. You know what I mean? So you're stepping out front. And I think that goes back to the human nature. Okay. And understanding that, you know, submit doesn't mean put your wife in chains and she's a slave and everything like that. I think that's the big thing, too, moving away from that definition of what we know is submit. You know, people hear submit and they think, you know, oh, my God, you know, instead of really looking at um, a relationship and, you know, things that make a relationship su- successful. Right. Well, OK. One more thing. When the Bible talks about a wife, it's talking about the wife taking money and investing money. The the Bible is talking about the wife doing all of these great things, not just living under her man's arms and doing nothing. It's talking about the things that the wife is doing to, to make the relationship prosperous. So it's not talking about an in, incapable woman. Yeah, I mean, people want to make it that, but that's not what the, the Bible is talking about. That's why I say a, a good woman is is better than rubies. Yeah, I mean, because if you have a woman that you don't even have to worry about, like when you get, she can just multiply. Yeah, I mean, like that that's a blessing. But, you know, you got to find a good woman as well. You know, so that goes both ways to, to choose your partner correctly. You need somebody compatible. You need somebody that um, mm-hmm. can do the things that you want your wife to do. Just got off the clock, just got on my chill. Called up my homie Brent to see what be the deal. What you trying to do? I'm just trying to heal. Hella floated, never bloated's what I'm trying to feel. Hop in the whip and bu-